When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That's Arthi. That's Noor. And you're listening to The Reality Is. What you snacking on? So you know how when uh, Melissa gave sprinkle cookies? Yeah. Teresa said, I don't even like sprinkle cookies. I like pizzelles. Yeah, that's what I mean. They're so good. Yeah. I like to have those uh, and dip them into cannoli cream. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's a real luxury. Well, how'd time. you get cannoli cream just without cannolis? Over here, you can just get cannoli cream where people can just make it. So my brother-in-law oh, is really? ma- also my brother-in-law is married into like an Italian family, like Italian-American like uh-huh. a Judice level family. Oh, wow. Um, You know, I wouldn't say Judice level. I'd say they're probably uh, very offensive. If they're listening right now, they're going to be like, that's so fucked up. They're not. They're, <laughs> but they're they're not Judice or Gorga level. They're like second generation Italian Americans. And so for Christmas, there's always a range of cookies. Uh-huh. None of them are sprinkle cookies, FYI. All right. Mm-hmm. And my sister-in-law makes cannoli cream. Mm. Apparently, it's very easy to throw together. It's mostly powdered sugar. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I think it's just cream and powdered sugar and you just have to whip it all together. Yeah, I'm sure we're offending somebody else. I feel like there's a little bit of like citrus in there. It feels like there's maybe some like lemon zest or something. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you're right. It's kind of light. It is. My wedding cake had cannoli cream in it. And do you know where it was from? Do you know last week? We didn't really talk about this, but in last week's New Jersey, mm-hmm. David had gotten Frank and Gabby those custom cakes from Palermo's mm-hmm. Bakery. Uh-huh. Palermo's Bakery did my wedding cake. Oh, wow. Ah. But also, they do everybody's <laughs> in North Jersey. I feel like I, yeah, I feel like I have eaten Palermo's cake. I feel like, you know, they're like a Bergen County. I've known family. a few Palermo's. There was yeah. a pediatric surgeon named Palermo in, our, in, in the university. <laughs> But anyway, so today we're not talking about rehearsals of New Jersey. We're talking about we're we're going to talk about Summer House, Married to Medicine, as usual for our Wednesday mm-hmm. show. But also we're going to talk about rehearsals of Atlanta because frankly, I don't want to talk about rehearsals of Atlanta again. Yeah, shall we just get it over with? Let's just get it over with because, because it was an exhausting season, was it? It not? was exhausting. I turned it on the season three and I was like, am I watching last week's episode? You mean a reunion part three? Oh, the reunion. Yes. It felt like a season. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But I was like, is this last week's? Is this this week's or last week's? Because why are we still on this bolo stuff? Yeah. Like, I don't care, Kenya. I understand what you're trying to say that, you know, if you were in that position, they wouldn't have let go. Also that... You know, everybody thinks that Portia doesn't lie, but Portia lies and Portia called you a liar and that bothers you, blah, blah, blah. Okay, fine. Okay, move on. Portia doesn't care. We don't care. In fact, Kenya doesn't care either. It's like they they took a 
pretty okay season. It wasn't great with mm-hmm. the pandemic. They were doing the best they could. Mm-hmm. If we hadn't had Bolo and this part of the uh, storyline, we would have been talking. It would have been three episodes of reunion talking about Cynthia's wedding. So I understand this season was going to be one that wasn't going to be good anyways. But mm-hmm. I think it was a decision made by Andy and the production and Kenya and Portia to keep this storyline going. Andy could have ended the questions like in the last episode and this episode we could have focused more on how Drew is lame. There's so much material <laughs> okay. to go after Drew. Yeah, so that's funny that you said that because in my opinion, we had only th- about three things happening this season. Mm-hmm. We had mm-hmm. The South Carolina bolo trip, we had Cynthia's wedding, and then we had Drew basically fighting with everyone. Mm -hmm. And so even though I don't like Drew at all, I think Drew is so Mm -hmm. lame. A majority of the fighting was around Drew. It was Mm -hmm. Drew and LaToya, Drew and Kenya, Drew and Ralph. Like it was a lot of little stuff. And I understand that's probably why she's going to be back for another season. But Kenya, as usual, is right. Mm -hmm. She is right. But she's wrong in the way that she goes about making her points. Mm-hmm. Kenya, if you're listening, you don't need to fight with Drew. Drew will dig herself a hole into the ground, cover herself up with dirt, and still mm-hmm. be yapping away. Like, yeah. you don't need to fight with Drew because Drew is lame and everybody sees it. Like, the thing about Drew that I noticed is that Drew switched, Drew is lame for many mm-hmm. reasons, but Drew switched teams halfway through. You mm-hmm. notice that, right? Like, when she got yeah. to South Carolina, yeah, yeah. she was all cozying up with Cynthia and mm-hmm. Kenya. She was yeah trying to get in there but once she got to South Carolina and she noticed that everybody's angry at Kenya Kenya, suddenly she decided oh I'm back in the wrong horse and she decided to change it up and then she said okay so Toya is Latoya is on Kenya's team so let me pick on Latoya so then everybody will support me here's the deal though Towards the end, everybody was annoyed with Drew. Everybody yes. was annoyed with Drew. So even if they Andy. Had gone, even Andy. So if they had gone up against Drew, Marlo, Kenya, and Portia, and uh, Candy would have all been on the same side of the argument. And the audience did not like Drew. So no. it would have been a perfectly fine reunion. But they, they botched it up by keeping the Kenya and Portia thing going for another ha- more than half of the episode three of the reunion. And then they finally finally ended up on Drew at the very end. And I was like, Drew is a mess. Yeah, that was so funny, right? Like the way that they had Kenya and Portia, Kenya, Portia, Kenya, Portia. And then suddenly we had to talk about Drew again. I was like, what the hell is this? Drew, like I said, will sink her own ship. And Drew said a whole bunch of shit that like, girl, like karma is a bitch on Housewives. You say any of this shit on your first season, you are Mm -hmm. going to get tanked the next season. She even said when they talked about, oh, broke bitches split checks. Drew said, rich bitches buy $1 million homes, right? Yeah. Hilarious because she already has a lean on it. So like- (laughs) You know what but I mean? But also, truly, uh, truly rich bitches buy $5 million homes. Yeah, it's I'm like, sorry. But like a million dollar home. I mean, I guess get it, in Atlanta, it's still a lot of money. Yeah. But like a million dollar home and you're a real housewife, girl, like you're yeah. going to need to step it up. Like right. that's not that exciting. And also Drew just in general, like the profit stuff was so confusing. Like she's such a flop. And I oh. actually found Drew to be slightly homophobic a little bit in yes. the way. Yeah. And she was talking about like the fact that Drew lied about hooking up with LaToya 
did mm-hmm. does make me nervous about how that's going to be received with Ralph because after Drew lied about that, did you notice that she got really quiet? Mm-hmm. She didn't talk yeah. for a long mm-hmm. time. She kept all her comments to herself, yep. all this stuff. And then when Portia and Latoya were talking about what they did when they were hooking up, Drew mm-hmm. was making faces. I was like, yeah. why is this? I mean, Kenya did the same thing earlier in the season, but like, I don't understand why they're, they definitely give me the air of being slightly homophobic in, yeah. in Atlanta. I don't understand what the issue is in the first place. That And that's where everybody is landed. Even Andy, right? Like, okay, Kenya, so she lied. Okay, bye. Okay, fine. But Marlo angry at Portia because Portia lied to her. Yes. Here's what I think. I thought about this more than I should, but for the podcast, for the people, the the main fight in all of this, the real issue is actually Portia and Candy. Mm -hmm. We all know that that's really what's going on. Mm -hmm. Portia, if you guys watched Candy's Speak On It, her YouTube show, you would know this, Mm -hmm. but Portia did Black Lives Matter events. She excluded certain people from it. She has Mm -hmm. been a little bit shady about including the rest of the group and Candy and Kenya were mad. Kenya more so for Candy, but Candy was annoyed because she's been doing stuff. And I think Candy was annoyed because Candy for a lot of people is Real Housewives of Atlanta. Like Mm -hmm. when they think Mm -hmm. about Real Housewives of Atlanta, they do think about Candy Burris. She -hmm. has had multiple spinoffs off the show. So I I wouldn't be surprised if Candy was kind of like, okay, so Portia is trying to do the Nini thing and just exclude the people that are going to steal her spotlight. And while I don't know if that's true i don't know if that was portia's intention candy could very well be having a private experience but you know that candy and portia have a very they have a low simmering hatred i mean candy by the end of it you could tell she was almost Mm -hmm. emotional talking about it yeah she was not okay with portia she was not friendly with portia and that's when portia suddenly realized oh they're all mad at me because of shit that i said years and years ago so it all comes Mm -hmm. down to this here's here's the pieces of the puzzle where marlo comes in and everything the bolo stuff happens kenya does bolo court and is like trying to be cutesy and fun and offensive and Mm -hmm. rude but Mm -hmm create drama for the show. Mm -hmm. Rather than taking it for what it is, Portia and Tanya start to get super upset, say that they're going to be bringing in lawyers and start calling Kenya a liar. Kenya, Mm -hmm. feeling offended that she's been called a liar, says, no, I am not the liar here. Mm -hmm. Portia is the liar. And the reason why Marlo gets mad is because Marlo finds out from Candy that Portia admitted to stuff to Candy. Mm -hmm. But Marlo and Portia are supposed to be homies. So why wasn't that Portia lied to Marlo and was honest with Candy? Mm-hmm. And she's offended that Portia would not allow her to be friends with Kenya. And yes. with just one conversation with Kenya, Portia suddenly feels that Marlo is not trustworthy. Yes. That's the bottom line. Like, yeah. Marlo thinks she's trustworthy and why would why would Portia treat me like I'm not trustworthy just because I said hello to Kenya? Yes, exactly. And Marlo says it. I still don't trust Kenya. She's not really my friend. They both don't really trust each other, but they're cordial with each other. I think the issue is the issue that Marlo feels is if you're being honest and you don't have anything to hide, then why are you getting so upset with me when I'm friends with Kenya? And to everybody watching the show, we're like, but she's not upset with you. Things between Marlo and Portia are fine. But the key was, which, which is what Marlo said, is Portia admitted to Candy what happened, but she wouldn't tell me the truth. Is she yeah. lying to me? Why yeah. is she lying to me? Is she lying to yeah. me because now I'm friends with Kenya? Because that's yeah. messed up. And then yeah. they bring it back to Portia is an untrustworthy person because. Mm-hmm. 
because yeah. Portia is the one that spread lies about Candy trying to drug somebody and rape mm-hmm. them. And that's yeah. when Portia shut down and suddenly started to feel like, oh, well, now I'm being, you know, held to the cross for something I did four years ago, which was like, you didn't do a small thing four years ago. You yeah. lied about something four years ago. Right. And certainly that has nothing to do with whether or not you slept with a man with a 24 inch penis. But people are not likely to trust you within your group that you're being cast on. There's a reason why Kenya is friends with Shamia and Candy mm-hmm. and Cynthia and Marlo. Mm-hmm. But Portia is kind of on the outs with everybody mm-hmm. except for Shamia. Besides that, you saw what's going on with Portia and Simon? So I just saw that. And so our friend Ray texted me. Yes. And she was like, I need to discuss it. Did you see this? I need to discuss <laughs> this. To discuss He's going this. off. And okay. I was like, okay. I just saw yeah. that, but I don't know what is happening there. Is okay. that him? Is that so, him? Yeah. So reunion okay. aside, okay, okay. The reunion reunion was whatever. I'm sick of mm-hmm. seeing Portia and Kenya fight. I don't mm-hmm. think that goes anywhere from there. I think Portia ultimately is a Nini proxy. She mm-hmm. was doing the Nini thing. She had her best Nini face on. She was mm-hmm. acting like Nini. She was she got up and walked around she said so nasty just like Mm -hmm. nini did like she is doing a baby nini cosplay and as long as portia is nini's proxy there's no way kenya and portia can be friends it's not Mm -hmm. gonna happen right but aside from that on social media yesterday portia posted a mother's day post of herself standing with dennis the hot dog king and simon Mm -hmm. who is fallon's ex-husband as you know fallon they just reported that they're getting divorced like a month ago because simon's Mm -hmm. ex-husband says that they were cheat she was cheating on him hmm. anyway the picture is very uh damning she's very much cuddling up with this man she's got a ring on her finger she's got her hand on his belly with Dennis standing there with Dennis standing right right next to her but her back is like almost turned to Dennis it looks yeah. like she's a couple with Simon and Dennis is also there it's a yeah. mother's day post and it's not like one picture amongst many it's three pictures of them and there's all no together. picture of the kid. There's no that picture was the other of the thing. kid. Like at Mother's Day, but there was picture there's of the no kid. picture of the mom. No picture of the kid. You got Simon, who is supposedly your friend's ex-husband. Now, I know mm-hmm. Simon and Dennis are friends, mm-hmm. but there's some unfollowing stuff. Fallon doesn't follow Portia anymore. Dennis doesn't follow Simon anymore. And Dennis also commented on the picture, P, I'm so excited for your future or something like that. So is Portia now hooked up with Simon? I don't know, but also the but ring that the ring not just the ring but also she looked preggers did you feel like she was wearing this okay. loose dress people are but saying that she looked preggers okay mm-hmm. i'm not gonna assume what somebody's body looks like when they're pregnant mm-hmm. i mean i know i did that with brandy redmond but brandy yeah. redmond's a terrible person so it's different yeah she did that but- <laughs> 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 but I don't know if she's pregnant. You know, I know I look pregnant when I wear a muumu too. Which is, yeah, but she was also holding herself a certain way. It was very weird. The ring I looked it up is not the ring that she got for the hot dog man. It's mm-hmm. it's actually Fallon's ring look like that. So I don't know if Portia is trolling us. I don't know what she's trying to do. But if Portia thinks uh, that she's the world been hanging is going around to continue- with Hannah too long, oh this my is, god! I think it's 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 all the effect of hanging around with Giselle and Hannah. You think it's like a produced thing? I don't know. Well, if she thinks that she's going to continue to be a fan favorite after mm-hmm. she shacks up with Fallon's ex-husband, mm-hmm. no way. I've always just been fine with Portia. Portia yeah. has never been my favorite yeah. person yeah. on Atlanta. I think that Portia's been great. 
Um, yeah. I think Portia is an entertaining person. Yeah. But I always always been very on the edge with Portia. I've never yeah. quite loved her the way that people have mm-hmm. loved her. I think the stuff that she's doing with the movement, obviously, it's great. I think that she's mm-hmm. using her platform the way that she should be using it. But I mm-hmm. think that it's very obvious that Portia is over the show and she's ready to move on from it to do other stuff. Mm. I don't I think Portia, I think you can always tell when a housewife feels that they are are above their show mm. and that's what I get yeah. from Portia and actually that's what I got from Hannah too from the yeah. Summer House reunion part two yeah I don't think I didn't get that from Hannah that she's over the show yeah she's not over the show you think she she's needs not. the show she needs the show she's and she knows it and that's why she's crying and she's trying to play victim so that she will be kept on and that there'll be some a uh, storyline of reconciliation that she'll play a part in and blah blah but are we moving on to that because that's a whole other uh it was like between Atlanta and Summer House, I was tired. Really? I uh, love the Summer House second reunion. Summer House was fine, but it, it, it was reunion. It was fine, but I felt like there were so many. Again, it was Andy. It was like there are so many specific questions that Andy could have asked and he could have pressed on people for certain things and he did not. And mm-hmm. that bothered me because he would not follow up and press. In Summer House, it was, he started off with, um, was it, was it the, how did that episode start? The episode started with Luke saying that he's going to break the fourth wall. That was somewhere towards the middle. Something else happened before oh. that. But. Oh, it was Kyle got up and walked away because he was really annoyed with Hannah. One of the many times that Kyle yeah, was Yeah, so basically ha- Kyle was upset that Hannah had announced her engagement Yes, and had not shared it with Amanda and pa- even Paige had to call her and find out. So when Amanda called her, Hannah said she was at the DMV. <laughs> okay, this might be the only funniest thing. This might have been she she was really at the DMV, and that's the only only funny thing that Hannah has ever said. To me, that was a funny thing to say is to say, Hey, I'll call you back. I'm at the DMV. Which, if you are in the Jersey, New York DMV, is a big deal. I yes. think the DMVs around the DMV area here yes. is kind of it's okay. It's at, actually not as bad as when I lived in New Jersey. No, it's terrible the, up here. Jersey DMVs have reputations. So, yes. So if she said I'm at the DMV, that's as much as saying I'm entering the Holland Tunnel. Yeah. I'm getting into the tunnel. <laughs> I will not be able to call you. So that was the one thing that I thought was I found it funny and I, I laughed and I was so mad at myself for laughing at a Hannah joke. But then I was like, she didn't even try to be funny. And that was funny. Yeah. But essentially, she said she's at the DMV and she would call back. And then three or four hours later, she'd never call back. And when Amanda called her again, she said she didn't call back because she had heard that um, Kyle, Kyle had been bad ballistic. Yeah. Ballistic on her. And it was like Kyle was upset. And here's the deal. I, okay. Kyle is also going overboard. You don't have to no, be upset he's about not. Yeah. But I feel he's going overboard. No, it's, no, it's no. Between Amanda and Hannah. No, here's it's, the reason why Kyle was hmm. pissed. We found out why Kyle was pissed. Kyle was pissed because Amanda had found out through somebody else, through People magazine, that mm-hmm. Hannah was engaged. She reached oh, out yes. to Amanda. She reached out to Hannah. Hannah said, I'll call you. 
the DMV. I'm going. Hannah said, "I'm going into the subway. I have no service." <laughs> Hannah took a piece of paper, crumpled it up against the microphone of her phone, and said, "I can't hear you. I'm going into the tunnel." And then all of it would be funnier. It would be funny, and that is not Hannah. But we all know Hannah so, is not funny. So, so yeah. she was literally at the DMV. Okay, so she <laughs> she did that, and then the next thing that came out was that she also said that everybody has wished me congratulations except for Mm. Kyle but Kyle went bananas because Kyle was like first of all we're not friends secondly we didn't know how am I supposed to wish you when I didn't Mm -hmm. know and Mm -hmm. third Amanda did reach out to you and did try to talk to you but you never called her back so that's why Kyle is going ballistic because I think also Kyle I understand why he gets upset it's because first of all he's a cancer okay Mm -hmm. you get it yeah, I, I get it. Yeah, I get it, which is why I get it, which is why I'm like, <laughs> Kyle is behaving like me and he needs to stop <laughs> behaving like that because nobody cares, Kyle. You are the only one upset. Nobody else is upset as much as remember, you are. Remember season three when Kyle wrote, was it Lindsay yeah. or a work is twin, like an 18 page email? Yeah. So Okay, uh, but my point is Kyle is an emotional person, okay? So I I get that, but also I can imagine that when you're an emotional person and you're seeing your partner, right, your fiancé, the love of your life crying and upset, Mm -hmm. it would make sense that they're that upset. Like it, Mm -hmm. it would make sense that Kyle would get this heated. Look, I wouldn't get that heated, but I can understand somebody like Kyle who is so emotional would get so upset when his fiancé is crying over this friendship while the person who she's crying over is going on podcasts and doing articles and going on the chat room and all these things talking about how, you know, everybody's treating her poorly. When Amanda's like begging, begging for her to let her treat her with love and Hannah's purposely cutting her off. Um, Yeah, but that's wrong of Amanda. It's like, absolutely. I, 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 not wrong, but I'm saying it's, it's a lost cause with Hannah. That's what I'm trying to get to is that she is basically a very self-centered, selfish brat. Like she eventually says, Amanda says that she's going to do what she wants to do for herself. That's She's too selfish for that. Hannah is going to do the same thing to Sierra. She's going to do the same thing to Paige. Paige is protecting her heart by just saying, oh, Hannah's doing her shit. I'm doing my shit. I'm not going to get involved. That's how Paige is protecting her heart. But you know, Hannah is that kind. She's a piece of shit. And that's the kind of friend that nobody wants. And then for Amanda to assume that Hannah wants to be in their friendship and Hannah just called her, said that their friendship was toxic. The fact that Hannah said their friendship was toxic when they had a blowout. Yep. And Amanda stayed friends with her after that. Yep. It blows my mind. It's like Amanda just likes, this is the same thing with Kyle. She puts up with so much much shit yeah it's not going to end well for amanda if she keeps doing that if somebody told me that their um, our friendship was toxic that would be the end of it no absolutely it would be hurtful but it would be the end of it yeah absolutely i agree i I think amanda by the end hopefully got that i think carl actually said something that was exactly on point which was you get to say whatever you want and say oh well i'm a comedian and call Mm -hmm. it funny Mm -hmm. when it's not funny it actually hurts the people so Mm -hmm. you know it almost feels like we've we've sort of touched on it before. Summer House is a show about friends. Hannah is under the impression that she's on Vanderpump Rules. 
Mm-hmm. And I think Hannah thinks that she can say funny things and shady things like a housewife and everybody will move on because it's different. But that's not what it is. These mm-hmm. are young people who are actually friends with each other. And Hannah yeah. is under the impression that she can say things and it can all just be considered, you know, drumming up drama for the show or creating publicity. But it's like you can't do that when it's mm-hmm. actually our real lives. Yeah. Now, there's so many amazing people on the internet like Andy said I think on Atlanta he had said there's a million private investigators of Bravo Mm -hmm. fans so there's a bunch of people that have put together timeline of interviews of things Mm -hmm. that have happened over the last few months from the time that she was engaged to now Mm -hmm. and it's all very telling because every time Hannah talks about the cast she's like oh they don't like me they've been trashing me blah 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 but every time they show place a clip of any time Kyle and Amanda Mm -hmm. have talked Mm -hmm. Kyle always says I'm very happy for her I'm glad Mm -hmm. she found a person Amanda says the same thing I'm glad she found a person it's weird that they don't want to spend time with us Mm -hmm. but I really am happy for Hannah I think that Hannah is you know we've said this before Hannah doesn't know who she is. Mm -hmm. Hannah is a deeply insecure person. She's got that mindset of before somebody else can hate on me or make fun of me or get rid of me or push me Mm -hmm. away, let me do Mm -hmm. it first. I mean, it's kind of what Lindsay does, but Lindsay does it in a different way. Mm -hmm. Hannah is using her own, her defense mechanism is to quote unquote, make fun of people or make jokes about things. Mm -hmm. But it's like, even at the end, Paige said, or Lindsay said, I don't think Hannah is capable of showing remorse because she physically doesn't know how to say the word. Words. Yeah. Like, and then finally at the end, she says, Oh, but it was all about my own ego, which is she says it as almost like, But I did this for my ego, and you guys didn't, you guys are ganging up on me because I was just doing this for my ego. Yeah, exactly. She like, wants it to be like an excuse. Yeah. yeah, excuse. It's like, No, that's yeah, remorse. That's I not just, remorse. Look, I think that Hannah should be back on Summer House because I think that it would just be hilarious to watch her try to kiss everybody's ass. Mm-hmm. And I hope that Amanda finally gets it and gives her the cold shoulder because I do think that that would I be really funny. I loved it when Hannah finally said, I'm sorry. And Amanda oh. was like, okay. She said, she didn't even say, okay. She said, okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's savage. Okay. But that's what she should have been saying the whole season. I mean, it takes time. I yeah. get it. I get yeah. it. I feel like, what is Amanda's sign? Is she like a Leo on a Virgo cusp? Because I really I feel like I I get Amanda. I get that. Yeah. I understand. We were right, by the way, about, mm. I do want to point out, that we were right about Luke. <laughs> we were right that it was about the fourth wall. And it was so <laughs> funny because, man, first of all, 100%, I believe that the producers did ask him yeah, to send, for sure. go to just Minnesota. The, just the fact that Andy was so quick to refute it. Like, Andy, you weren't there. You okay, first know. of all, Andy was so quick to refute it, but also the way that it was edited down was yeah. really fake. Did you yeah. notice that? The editing was really choppy. So, uh-huh. and also, hello, we've been watching Bravo for 20 years. We can tell when something was dubbed on later on. Yeah. Like, you can tell when something is happening live versus mm-hmm. when it's a voiceover. And mm-hmm. you could tell that Andy saying, that's not true, was a voiceover. Mm-hmm. So it was, like, super fake. And then on top of that, the funniest thing was Luke says I was produced and asked to take Canada to Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Andy says that's not true. 
Hannah gets up, starts crying. And he says, well, that's not true because even production said that you were reaching out to them to confirm when you were going to take them. Take so her you to- weren't that. He was exactly. talking to the producers. So the producers knew. And why, would, like- why would he be coordinating with production about when he's right. going to take this girl to Minnesota if production wasn't involved? Production right. was involved because they probably wanted to take cameras with them yeah. to do this whole thing. Yeah. Secondly, then he goes to the back and production again is like, well, I think what you actually meant was meant Luke. to say and Luke is so dumb like he says he says that I'm breaking the fourth wall I'm saying all of this right and then he blurted and then when Andy says no he's so shocked by that reaction that he's like okay does that mean I lost my job and then he's uh, just sitting there like deer in the headlight like okay you were going to break the fourth wall you prepped us for it and then now you're scared of speaking up what is happening? And then when production you know tries like, to put wait. words into his mouth, he's like, okay, I'll follow that. And oh, I you think he was, he, I think he got, he got scared by the reaction of the others because everybody else got shocked and they're like, oh no, you broke the fourth wall. So what if you broke the fourth wall? It's like everybody was scared. Amanda sitting there, this is not good. Like, what is not good? It's like, why are you guys pretending like we don't understand what's going on? It's so funny. It's so funny because, you know, Luke (laughs) saying this thing, like, I'm going to do this big boy thing and then doing the thing and then sort of watering it down based on everybody's reaction kind of reminds me of when Luke was like, I'm going to go fight these guys. And And then walked inside and said, I don't Don't like you. Well, that's what it was. Like he came off, he was gonna have, he was gonna do a big thing, and then he started walking back, walking it all back almost instantly. And he's like, "I shouldn't have said that to Hannah because that is mean. Because it sounds like I only invited her because of production and not because I was interested in her. So I should go say sorry." But even that, he doesn't explain that way. The way he talks about it is like, "I shouldn't have said it." So what is that true or not true? Are you saying that you were lying or no? And Hannah says, "You're the only one I trust." What about Paige? Yeah, it's so fucked up. Like, exactly. what is she? Exactly. She's like, "You're the only person I trust." Like, what are you talking about? What about like your new best friend Sierra and your well, yeah. best friend Paige? And and, and and all the times that you were uh, talking shit about Luke. And Luke is like, thanks for dragging me through all that. And uh, let me just say that uh, thanks for putting me through all that. Right. And he's trying to be sarcastic, but he almost sounded thankful. <laughs> That was the part, like, he's supposed to sound sarcastic. Like, well, let me just say, thank you for putting me through that hell. But instead, he sounds thankful. Like, thank you for putting me through that hell. It's like, he's not able to be. It's like, Luke He's been too nice. He doesn't know how to be not nice. Also, like, Luke, like, gives me the Luke is lukewarm about everything. (laughs) He almost gives me the feeling where, like, he doesn't quite because he's an actor right Luke is a model slash actor so I think until Luke is given the direction of how he should be behaving (laughs) exactly he doesn't know what he doesn't have a thought of his own he doesn't he's just such a you know it really made me feel endeared to Luke like it was I was was like Luke your head is so empty like that head that skull, that brain is so empty you could put anything in there (laughs) big beautiful head has only marbles going (laughs) 
Exactly. <laughs> Rattling about like a Minis- It's got Minnesota, it's got jewelry, and it's got some woodwork. And yeah. it, the rest of it is just sawdust from yeah. all the woodwork. <laughs> exactly. You know, I think the way Hannah behaved reminded me of when my kid does something bad mm-hmm. and um, they know that they did something bad. First, they deny it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, then the reaction is one of two things. Either I'll be yelling at them and they will start nervously laughing Mm -hmm. or they will start crying hysterically Mm -hmm. because they truly don't know how to deal with this confrontation and that's what hannah is doing every time they call her out on something she's like oh i don't know i thought it was a joke and everybody's like it was really fucked up and by then she's like i thought about it and actually that was really messed up and and that's when carl's like you're not being honest i don't think you mean that you're just saying things yeah. And it's like, I do agree with you that it did seem like by the end, Hannah was like, what do I have to say to keep this job? Because yeah. I feel like even by the end, Andy was kind of fed up with her. Yeah. Like, I think she could maybe she got nervous about even her other Bravo paycheck. So yeah. like, I know people hate her and don't want her on the show. But I actually do want her on the show only because I'm excited for her to get dragged. I, I But I truly don't know if she's going to be on the show. Yeah. I don't know. The whole part about her, uh, and they brought up the psychic, and she started smirking. This was right after she had been crying. She comes back, and the psychic thing comes up. And she's laughing. saying, yeah, that was messed up, too. I'm sorry about it. Instead, she's, like, laughing. And I thought that was funny. Yeah. Like, no, it's, no, it's I think- not. And then when Danielle goes off, Paige goes off at Danielle. I'm like, no. why? It was why very Why are you weird. defending her, Paige? She's, no. Hannah truly has, she's stunted in her processing. She's, it's very easy for Hannah to get some resolution about what's going on in her head if she starts therapy now. She's like, what, 28 mm. or 29? Yeah. Girl, this is a great age for you to start therapy. I know she talks. Well, speaking of therapy, she got dropped Ugh. by a mental health right um, sponsor that she had. Yeah. And when she got dropped by the mental health sp- sponsor for talking shit about Luke being having suicidal ideations, Hannah posted an apology note and she said, of course, she included a probably a stolen meme mm-hmm. and she uh, included this long thing and it said, it has come to my attention that people are offended by something that I said a couple of months ago, blah, 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 blah. But it was so funny because it was like, it has come to my attention means mm-hmm. I got dropped by a sponsor. <laughs> so now I'm now I'm going to say yeah. something, you know, so. I don't know. She sucks. But I do still think she should be on the show. I don't know. I yeah. feel like she, as much as I hate her, look, she is the reason why we had a majority of the drama this season. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think there was other drama that could have happened, but it just didn't happen because she sucked so much of the energy. It was all about her. I cannot have another season of everything revolving around Oh, no. Her. I definitely don't want that. I don't yeah. want it to revolve around her, but I do want everybody to have a fun, great time. And Amanda and Hannah just, you know, sulking on the side. I do get excited at the thought of that potentially happening. I yeah. did also think it was weird that Andy kept asking Sierra a lot of questions. Uh-huh. I was like, Sierra has no thoughts about anything. She said five words all season. Why aren't you asking Danielle fucking questions? How about that? Yeah. How about that? Like, Yeah, exactly. Danielle had opinions and you could have asked a lot of questions of Danielle. She would have spoken up. Sierra's answers were also so dull. 
It's extremely it, dull. She doesn't uh, seem to have an opinion about anything because mm -hmm. also Sierra's like 23, 24. She's mm -hmm. really young. So mm -hmm. a lot of the things that the rest of the cast, the older people are dealing mm -hmm. with is things in their 30s. Yeah. Sierra doesn't understand because she's 24 years old. She's a kid. So yeah. I mean, sorry, 24 year olds are not kids. Sierra doesn't understand because she's a 24 and she's not just experiencing things into, that you do. You just went into auntie space you're I'm, turning into an auntie when you look, look at a 20 she's year old an and you she's say, a full she's 12 a years younger than me so in my mm -hmm. mind she's a kid okay <laughs> um oh. yeah but it was it was frustrating for me because i wanted andy to press luke on why what he meant when he said it was the producers does that mean that you you didn't want her to come blah blah, no. blah. he could have asked that question I wanted Andy to press Hannah on don't you think it's wrong to be going with Des and making out and other people's he and even then she still didn't get no why that was gross and he no. didn't want he didn't say don't you think that is gross to go into somebody's private space and do that and he didn't she didn't answer that Andy wa I wanted Andy to press on why would she bring up the psychic thing if she didn't if, if especially he, did kind of. he sort of brought it but he didn't push on it and he didn't say that it wasn't that wrong to bring it up other people did and he wasn't like pushing uh, well so this is the thing that. with andy i've actually noticed is andy doesn't usually have opinions about whether or not something is or is right or wrong mm. i also noticed this especially because now i'm paying more attention to the way things are worded from since watching the dallas reunion is he asked questions because so and so from Waukesha, blah, blah, blah. Wisconsin has asked a question. Who doesn't right? exist. And yeah, he's going to ask that. So it doesn't, it's not him asking. It's not him, right? He. That's yeah. how he kind of keeps himself out of it. But overall, I did enjoy, I really enjoyed the Summer House reunion. I actually wish it was three episodes. And mm -hmm. I think that the funniest thing about it is that Kyle was hammered mm -hmm. the whole time. He was so yeah. nervous drunk. And here's the thing. I think Kyle was nervous drunk because I think at his core, Kyle wants to be loved and Kyle yeah. wants, and it, it might, it's some to do with ego, but Kyle mm -hmm. is a loving person who mm -hmm. wants Hannah to love him back. And yeah. he does all these things. He does the house. Like, okay, as somebody who has in the past planned trips with friends yeah. and who has been the trip organizer, mm -hmm. you put in a lot of effort into making sure that everybody's having a really good time, right? Mm -hmm. So when you notice somebody not having a good time or somebody talking shit about you, you're like, how could you do that to me? Mm -hmm. I care about you so much. I plan this whole thing and you don't care. Mm -hmm. And so if you take that from like instead of a weekend, it's now a five year long event mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. Summer House. Yeah. I can see why Kyle gets so emotional. Yeah. That's the thing why he was drinking is because he was so nervous about yeah. all of it. It was like yeah. so poor, poor Amanda. Carl, I can't just deal with that. Carl solidified his position as the daddy of the group with his, um, what, what do I always say? What do I ask you to <laughs> Kids. Yeah. What do we always say? Who has? Who does? What is it like? Who does it better than us? Oh yeah, who has it better than us? And Nobody. Noah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so cute. Also, at the end, when everybody's toasting to bread or toasting to those sandwiches, yeah. Carl at the end goes, "I'm on a low carb diet." <laughs> <laughs> You're also sober. That's why you are having a sandwich, you idiot. <laughs> Eat the damn sandwich. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. 
All right. <laughs> Let's talk about Married to Medicine. It so was the, kind of a filler episode, no? The filler, but also there was setting up of Anila and Toya going at each other. Yes. What do you think about that? So Anila didn't pay her bills, right? <laughs> wrong. R- that's wrong. Yes. But Toya talking about it to everybody in the, in the tennis group, that's wrong too. I, I think Toya spoke, uh, talked about it, and Anila is super embarrassed. She's moving into this new neighborhood. She doesn't yes. want people to know she's having any money problems. Yes. And she doesn't want to be known as a person that didn't pay their bills. Yes. And so that's super embarrassing to her. And she is, I think uh, I think she might have gotten some backlash from, from a husband too. That wh- why is this happening? What is this big bill? And how are you going to pay for it? Blah, blah, blah. And I, she's having this issue. And now it's been made worse by Toya talking to other people. And she's embarrassed. But she came into the into Jackie's sex positivity porn party and she tried to give Simone a hug. And Simone said, no, we're not hugging anymore. And then literally the next minute, Quad comes in and gives Simone a big hug. So I feel like I noticed it that Simone and Jackie sort of keep Anila at a distance, like an arm's length, like she's not one of us kind of thing. Mm. And they're not really including her. And Toya is the one that was letting her get included. And now she's found out that Toya is talking about her. Mm. And I think that's making her feel very insecure and out of place with this group. That's interesting. I did not notice that, but that's really interesting. I wonder if... Do you see that the uh, the rest of the ladies don't necessarily talk to her? Yes. Have one-on-one conversations with her? All they ask is, where's Toya? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't have a conversation with her. So she feel, she is like isolated for the yeah. most part. I wonder if at that point everybody thought that... She Quad was not going to make it. Well, or that Quad was going to still be on the show. Because yeah. Quad didn't come to DC, but at that point Quad has filmed with Heavenly and Jackie mm-hmm. and Simone. Mm-hmm. Well, Anila was there too, but... I think that they probably assumed that Quad was still going to be on the show. Mm. I also think that because you had Lisa Nicole and Kari and all these people, I think they probably thought Anila was still auditioning. But I think that I wouldn't be surprised if that's the reason why they weren't like chumming it up. I mean, it was kind of awkward. She was sitting in the back and she was fighting with Toya the whole time. I felt really bad for Anila because it does suck to be in that position. But it's like, girl, pay your fucking bills. I understand why Toya is the one who's pissed because it's Toya's makeup artist so that she yeah. has money to. But at the same time, Toya is known to be terrible with her money. Right. So right. her talking about anybody, talking to anybody about finances is bullshit. Right. That being said, I guess this is now we know why Anila is actually really good friends with Quad and Contessa and Heavenly and Jackie. Mm-hmm. And she's not really friends with Toya anymore. Mm-hmm. So now this makes sense. What did yeah. you think of Jackie's sex party? Uh was fine i don't know what to make of those things i I really don't (laughs) i'm like okay so you got somebody nisi came yeah she is part-time medical technician part-time porn star part-time a master's in sexual studies and she is going to give giveaways 
based on some scorecard. And she, again, the scorecard didn't include Anila and Toya. No, they it didn't did. get anything. What did Anila get? It included them, but they never, I don't know if they, I don't think they we gave them anything. the card to fill out, but yeah. I don't think they talked about They didn't about film them, did. yeah, talking about any of yeah. that. That's interesting. And then Contessa was her usual overachieving Contessa self, where she was being nodding real for everything that was anti-men and, and, you know, anything that had to do with her husband. She was like, yeah, yeah, I have, yeah, at 40, you realize it and you need to do your own shit. Yeah, I'm like, you you hate Scott so much. Well, so here's the thing. I don't know Just if she hates... Quit. I don't know if she hates Scott as much as she loves reaching for a storyline. I think, uh, didn't she say she's bi? I mean, she may, I don't know if she did. Yeah. But I mean, either way. She's very unhappy with Scott. So here's what I think about the, here's, I'll be honest, I did enjoy watching the sex party, mostly because Quad is a hilarious person. That part was funny. Quad giving the. Quad, you put Quad on TV you yeah. give her the opportunity to say a bunch of one-liners. It's mm-hmm. so funny. They're talking mm-hmm. about a hook on a penis. And she says, Captain Hook, ahoy there, matey. And I, lo- I had to pause and like, cr- I was crying <laughs> laughing. And then when Toya and when Toya and Anila are fighting, Quad says, they're falling out of their subdivision. <laughs> that part was funny. She's like, there's a falling out in their subdivision. <laughs> Quad is so funny. And then later on, she says, and I don't know at what point she says it, but she says, quiet as a church mouse walking on cotton. How can you not love Quad on TV? But mm-hmm. also when um they're all doing all this stuff and Contessa is starting to get like choked or whatever, yeah. Simone says, Simone says about choking, she goes, nah, that's not for me. Just cutting off my carotid, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so like the reason why i enjoy watching these ladies do all these like sex heavenly with the dog bone yeah that so, was the first i mean every, the, any so, one of us would have picked that up for heavenly like the one thing that you pick up is something that'll shut her up it's so funny <laughs> because this is why I enjoy watching them at like these sex party things is because I do love the one-liners. They talk about it in such a hilarious way. Like even Heavenly, when she talks, she's talking shit. She's like, oh, that's my friend. This is how I fall out with my friends. This is what happens. Like she's talking about Jackie's sex life. Mm-hmm. But um, did I really enjoyed watching the episode because the quad moments are just especially hilarious mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. They're so funny. Yeah. I love her so much. The Z gallery comment that yeah. we saw from their previous. Yeah. It's so she's she's quality television. So why didn't she come back? I don't understand. So I think the reason why is because in the beginning when they started filming, remember there was a picture that Quad had posted with her butt in that net outfit or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think Quad was traveling. And so mm. they probably couldn't film with her after she had come back because she probably mm. went into quarantine. Mm. So that yeah, could be that why. that could be it. And Contessa, of course, gets 
COVID and everybody has to quarantine because of her ass. Yeah. Okay, Contessa bothers me so much that I cannot look beyond. Like this episode, I couldn't look beyond Contessa being overly Contessa. Yeah, I I felt like she was doing too much also, but I ignored her because there was quad on the table. (laughs) I just love quad. And then uh, Cecil wants to be a mixologist. So that was a cute scene where yes. for once for once Simone wasn't yelling. She wasn't, so the- but it was really funny because they're talking about empty nesting and being yeah. sad when their kids leave. They're actually trying to get miles out of the house. And Cecil yeah. gets so emotional about their dog. The dog. I know. I was like, I love them so much. Yeah. Uh, I do I do enjoy watching Cecil and Simone together. I I'll be honest, the season the season when they were on the outs made me very mm-hmm. upset to watch. I That's why like that, that reunion was so good because we went through that journey with them because yeah. we were upset that they were breaking up, like everybody else was upset. And then when they made up towards the end and said they would give it one more go, it felt like you were part of that intervention yeah. and you got them to do it and you were cheering on for them that's because we like them together we actually like most of them together i just don't care for jackie and curtis that's all i just i think contessa and scott need to separate i don't like jackie and curtis and i don't care about scott and contessa for the same reasons both Mm -hmm. contessa and jackie have an air of their shit not stinking and i think that that is unrelatable with simone Mm -hmm. and cecil Simone was very honest about things that she was, mm-hmm. you know, where she was shutting down. Yeah. She was admitting it. Yeah, I yeah. shut down. I go and live in a different house. I don't talk to him. Right. I go upstairs and I close yeah. the door. Like yeah. with Contessa, she acts like Scott is treating her some type of way for no reason at all. Yeah. Or that it's they, like it's she feels like Scott's issue. It's, it's only, only Scott's yes. fault. It's only yes. Scott's fault and it's not hers. Yes. And that's where I like disconnect because that's just not the reality of relationships. That's not how yeah. that works. It's never going to be just one person. Even Jackie and Curtis, the one season when Curtis, we found out Curtis cheated on her was probably the only season where I somewhat mm-hmm. like Jackie. And that's just because I yeah. felt bad for her. But yeah. for the most part, Jackie acts like she is, you know, amazing at everything and her life right. is perfect. And I right. just don't believe that. That's not yeah. a believable situation for me. And they are also sometimes mean to them. And Jackie can no, but but not not about Jackie and Curtis. Jackie did in the beginning. I thought a little bit, but I don't think anymore. But Contessa really, I I I feel um, sorry for Scott because I feel like he struggles with her personality. Scott seems like he's constantly being blindsided by Contessa's Mm -hmm. stuff. And then she's like, he never – like in the preview, it shows next episode, like, oh, Scott just never wants to talk about our relationship. Well, maybe because you're a confusing person and you're not even sure why you're mad at him. Yeah. You're not even sure why you don't like him. You're going around on TV insinuating that your husband is cheating on you. Yeah. Just so that you have a storyline. It was very strange. I didn't like it. But I don't know. We'll see next episode. Next episode, I'm also very excited because Quad and Toya are going to throw down. Can't wait. Mm -hmm. Cannot wait. I think Anila needs to uh, bring a storyline here. I mean, she doesn't have much right now. I worry about her hanging in there. She might be there because she makes friends with all of the others. But I don't know. Well... Anila is technically doing Toya's storyline. She's building a house. She's yeah. having financial issues. 
That's yeah. Toya's storyline. Yeah. So that's yeah. a storyline that Toya's had in the past. You know, unless she wants to be like quad and start a new business venture every season, that's kind of how it yeah. goes for the for the marrieds yeah. and not the medicines. Yeah. 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 The married. Not yeah. The they're the marrieds and the others are the medicines. <laughs> the MRS and not the MD, as um, Carrie would say. So dumb. Uh, All right. So. Arthi, you're not going to be on our next episode. No, I'm not. You're getting your I'm shot. Ge- I'm getting my shot. It's going to be funny because I'm going to get a shot and then I'm, I have overbooked myself that evening. So it's going to be interesting <laughs> to see how I navigate that. Oh, my God. I can't wait. So next episode, we're going to talk about Housewives. We're going to have on Tom Hamlet as my sub. It's going to be you. From the Dumpster Dive podcast, and we're gonna have a guest. Tom, on. you need Tom needs to have some mic issues so he can channel me. <laughs> I'll tell him. I'll be looking forward to seeing how Tom channels me. Yeah, so we're gonna have. I think we're gonna also have a guest on. We're still solidifying that, so I don't like to say who the guest is until we yeah. confirm them. But we're gonna have our not Arthi and somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but anyway we will um you won't talk to them on saturday i'll talk to them on saturday but good luck on your what is it moderna moderna yes i'm getting the second moderna yeah you're gonna get laura moderna (sighs) raging through your body uh i'm i'm dreading it it won't be bad yeah i mean i'm I'm dreading it on your evening no i'm not dreading it so much for the pain and all of that that's fine I'm dreading it because I have overbooked myself this week at work. Yes. And so I'm dreading it because I couldn't move a lot of stuff. And so I have to be, I have to show up. Well. So it'll be interesting to see how I navigate all that. I like to do this to myself. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, good luck with that. (laughs) Prayers for Arthi. Yeah. We'll see if Arthi's back next Monday. I don't know. (laughs) This may be it. This may be it. To end on a Hannah and Contessa, uh, you know, rage fest. Rage fest is not where I want to end. I want to <laughs> end. I want to end on a happy Karen Huger note. Okay. Well, hopefully, you know, Karen Huger had her um, valve renewal last weekend. <gasps> I know. Yeah. Blessings. Bless ups too. Blessings. If you're gonna pray for Arthi, please also pray for the Hugers. Okay. They mm-hmm. are a formidable institution of a business <laughs> and a marriage. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> That okay. is now uh, in a dangerous zone. Yeah. With the vow renewal. Exactly. I so. hope they survive. Yes. So we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.